I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Nat Wilds. I'm Flora. And we are live next door. This special episode of Guys Next Door is presented by Martel Blue Swift and ACAS Creative. Martel Blue Swift is the first spirit drink made of cognac VSOP, then finished in bourbon casks. A true innovation for the category. This is just one example of how the brand has been redefining conventions for over 300 years. They want to inspire people to create their own path and open doors for others to do the same. So that's what we're doing today with April Walker, a woman whose influence on hip-hop fashion and culture is undeniable. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday, happy Monday, but more importantly, happy Black History Month. You know. Yes, yes, yes. I love being black. Man, I just love it. There's nothing better in it. You know why I love being black? Why Why do you love being black, man? Because you, at any given time you could be in a room, you could just start a clapping on beat. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. Together. Together. Everybody like, just start clapping on beat. Just right now. You just start clapping. <laughs> oh! He was doing the two and he was doing the two. I seen you. I seen you. I knew two, what you was. He was ready for the two and the four. I was ready. You know, white people, they clap on a one and a 19. <laughs> It'd be rough. I'd be like, what? We, we clap on time because we know the days we get paid. First and the 15th. It makes sense. <laughs> like, they don't know. They get paid all the time. It's just like a first, second, third, fourth. I just like, yo, I first, 15th. I want it to be noted. I just want it to be noted. That in oh, February Jesus. of 2019, he was not this funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want it to be noted. Oh, my God. I've grown When we started recording this podcast at the this end of 2018. So Great. This is so great. He was not this funny. I'm done. We got jokes. Fantastic. <laughs> this is fantastic. He said we clap like we get paid. First and the fifteenth. That's the two and the four. That's why it is. And it made it sense. Made sense. That's why you know and like people stop playing with me. Like yeah. it's, it's, you know you it. know what's going yo, you on. Just, yo, if you moved from funny to poignant because that is a fact. You just did something right there. There we go. That's, I came here this morning. <laughs> It's cold morning. Uh, it's cold morning. To give, you know, some some nice facts and, and lessons. That's what Man, I'm doing. I love it. Make sure you guys are subscribed. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Guys Next Door, or anywhere you listen to podcasts for in that matter. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're children and we need validation. Mm-hmm. Okay? So five stars. Let us know we're doing a good job. Even if we're not, don't not give us five stars. I'm not saying to give us five stars, but don't not. Think about that. Let him marinate on spit. <laughs> Speaking of five stars. Five stars. Martel. Martel. Ooh, five the stars. good people. This episode, like Max said earlier, this episode is sponsored by the good people at Martel. Um, so shout out to the good folk at Martel putting the cognac in the community. Mm. Yeah, man. This and is I, not an aggressive cognac. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that's like why a, I took a beat. I was gonna let y'all talk about yeah, it. I have not, no it's idea. Not, it's not really your lane. But my it's lane, it's not it's not aggressive. It doesn't right. make you, you know it's it's more like don't get you clapping. Now you clap, it's but you clap, so but it's clap. different. It's more it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more like community. It's like ah. community stuff. Yeah, it's ah, one of you those. You do that type of clap. Yeah, 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 you feel yeah. Me? yeah. It's one of those, but uh-huh. it's not like the aggressive, uh, like the other brands. We're not gonna talk about Ooh. them. Ooh. Shots fired. Shots fired, and that's why I love this podcast. Just saying. But just did saying. you see what he just did? I did. Shots fired. I peeped that. I peeped that. In 2018, he wasn't moving like this. This is amazing. He's potting. He is a he is a trying to be a better me, you know. Man, we better cold on the rice coattails. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) He's going places, people. Growth, growth, (laughs) 
growth. growth. Um, but yes, make sure you subscribe to us uh, on Apple Podcasts, anyway, stream podcast. Um, make sure you follow us on you. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube.com backslash God Next Door Podcast. Why did I do that? You could just say go to YouTube and put in God Next Door. Why did I say backspace? That's fine. I, I feel like I just got out of jail. <laughs> like you know, you know when guys just got you gotta like, explain everything. W W W dot. Make sure don't forget. It's been don't a long forget. time for you, Mouse. It's been a long time. Shut up, <laughs> stars. <laughs> concentrate. That concentrate. And make, sure it, and make all the bonus. We, listen, we are kicking off the new year properly. All our bonus episodes are up on time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so make sure you head over to patreon.com backslash God Next Door Pod. Make sure you pick up your keys, become a patron today. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media. It's God Next Door Pod. If you want to continue the conversation on Twitter, make sure you use the hashtag God Next Door. Let's get into today's episode because in the crib, mm-hmm. in the living room, Woo! in the Common room, dog. The family room, dog. We may not have a white couch, but we got hip hop, fashion, fashion. We have royalty, legend, queen. Every things are happening in the crib today. We have Avery Walker of Walker Wear of you know her. Welcome to the. You don't know her. Understand that her vibes have been on. Everybody, everybody, yes, fact. your favorite rappers, favorite rappers. We wouldn't dress the way we dressed for this. Absolutely, this woman talk about today. it today. So I think we should just clap it up one time. Hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What, what thank is? You let, let's kick it off. Like, what does it mean to hear that and know it's true? Like, because like I think legends sometimes get uh, if if they're in a situation where people may not know them, or if they're in a situation where people just don't really know how to interact with people. They'll be like, oh, this is the greatest person in the world. Oh, he brought this to the game. Like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. They didn't do that. But <laughs> no, literally, that, that, what that, we just said The only person that says no, they true. didn't is Mouse Jones. But yes, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Continue. Sorry. I <laughs> just wanted, had to put that in there. Martell, I want y'all to know that I didn't <laughs> curse him out because of y'all. <laughs> y'all saved him. That's one. <laughs> Don't try and leave after this podcast. We got to do a, uh, we're going to do a bonus episode. I'm going to let you know I really feel. <laughs> but back to you. It's a, it is truly a genuine question I always have, um, because being in a space where I, where I'm in, where you know, this is the only place where I, I interact with people, right? So if I'm on stage or something, I'm very cognizant of the words I use when I introduce them. Make sure I use honest statements. So literally, what we just said just now it's was true. all honest truth. Like right. we, as kids who grew up in hip hop, live in it, experience it every day. We would not dress the way we dress if not for you. How did that feel hearing that and knowing that's true? If it's still surreal to me, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, because when I started, it was just out of love, and how history wrote itself, no one knew. Mm-hmm. So it was just like literally like young people. I say kids because we were like twenty one, twenty two, mm-hmm. twenty three. And we were just starting out and loving hip hop. Mm-hmm. So energy feeds energy. True. We started like all working together, building together, and that became history. So when you look back on it, you're like, wow. Like it's still wow for me. And I still have that passion and that love for hip hop and the culture. So it's surreal, but it's also like I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. 
So I believe God uses us all in different ways. And so I'm just playing my part. I'm thankful. Yeah. So take us back. Take us back to the very beginning. Like, let us... How did this whole I'm thing start rapping Kanye again? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Back to my mama traveling. Then you all be. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry. So, uh, how did this whole thing start? How did like if you like the beginning of of Walker? How did it start? Hmm. So I was at New Falls. Mm-hmm. Big up to New Falls. Mm-hmm. Just upstate, okay. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. Very, very cold. Cold. Yeah, very cold. Very cold. <laughs> like today. <Yeah. laughs> Today's giving very much new Paul. <laughs> and I was Is that a SUNY school? Yeah. Okay, just want to Yeah. And I have been jumping around from school to school. I knew I didn't want to work for someone in college before I went to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Very Brooklyn of you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking eighties, so it was like for like me peak Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't cool to be an entrepreneur at that time, wasn't sexy. Um, but I watched my father, I grew up in the music industry. He, he managed a lot of great jazz artists, McCoy mm. Tyner, Gary Bartz, a lot of those guys, Jackie McLean, mm. you know what I mean? So I grew up around music and then by the time I got to high school, he was managing D train and, mm. and uh, working with, um, Curtis Blow and mm-hmm. jazz and Jay-Z Oh, yeah. Um, so when I, I remember when Guru moves across the hall from us, like I gave his, one of his first demos to my dad. Like, okay. so it was just like, so easy mobile lived right next door when he was like Jeez. on the come up, you know what I mean? So it was very, um, community. Yes. And so we were all figuring it out and, and. I just knew watching my dad dance to his own beat that I didn't want to work for someone else because I was used to seeing him do what he loved, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I loved then, though, in in college. I was always a hustler. So, like, I was selling pots and pans in high school. And (laughs) and going. I was baby boy before baby boy, you know? Uh Like, doing all of the hustles in high school. But I just didn't know um, what it would be. What was your favorite one? Like everybody got favorite hustle. Like I remember, I remember right after the wire. Mm-hmm. I that's when I hopped on the candy. Like I was selling candy. I'm like, man. I mean, on the train? No, not on the train. Who? <laughs> no, I was, I was yeah. just. It was just a question. No. They sell candy <laughs> on the train. Have, have so, I want you to look at me, and I, I want you to I see have. that I would never sell candy on the train. Ever sell candy on the train? So what's the difference between selling candy on the train and candy at school? Because I never have to stand up in the middle of the... I don't got to stand up in the lunchroom. <laughs> you got to be like... Hey, y'all, I'm trying to keep my... I'm trying to keep... It's Harlem boys me, quiet. I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm just saying that. This is hey, not for I'm my try, basketball team. I'm trying to keep... Is, you know, this for the basketball team. I'm trying to keep... <laughs> help keep a young brother out of jail. So basically, you didn't have to lie. There we go. I just, like... You bullied. just, like, like yo, I, I got candy. You I'm want like, some? yo, y'all buying this candy. Okay. Okay. Wow. And literally for a... After... It, it only lasted for a year because I didn't have that much in me. Uh, it was... It was way sexier ways to make money. I was calling my name. <laughs> but it, like literally going there, like going to BJ's, like taking the candy, sticking it underneath my mother's car so she couldn't see it. And then being like, all right, I'm going to go take this to school or profit. And then just like literally after that, yeah, I was like, I'm not doing this shit no more. Yeah. Stuff. I'm not doing this stuff, stuff no more. Yeah. There we go. Take take that timestamp, Drew. <laughs> so what what was your favorite hustle? I think that probably would have been gymnastics. So I was so when I was like thirteen, I started teaching gymnastics, and mm. I, it was um 
with toddlers and and young people, but I enjoyed it a lot. And I was really, I think that's what really said. I could really get paid, like, doing my own thing, you know, because it was in a little church, Cadman's Church, in the basement. They let me use the basement. <laughs> I used to pull out the mats, and it was like $5 a pop. And I just remember thinking then, like, oh, this is, feels good, mm. you know? Making your own and money. Helping, and watching them, you know. And I was into gymnastics, right. so I was... A gymnast, so yeah. Well, are you still like you still into it? I still do some gymnastics. I work out. I'm. You'll bust um, a backflip out right now. Not, not a backflip. <laughs> go, 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 go get the mattress. Go get the mattress. Going outside and we doing mattress backflips. <laughs> that is comedy. I almost died doing a mattress Straight backflip. Comedy. I, never, I almost. I never died. attempted that. I like. I like. I, I love sports, as y'all know. But gymnastics. Oh, I can you imagine? It real talk. Like, just take a minute for like it's Black History Month. Like, think about how many people, how many great gymnasts we missed out on because. We didn't have and more April Walkers in the hood back then promoting it. We looked like, at, it was looked at as like not for us. Yo, no, but that's it. like like tennis, like golf, like all of yeah. that. Like and when I came up in gymnastics, it was hard. Mm-hmm. Like it was very hard. I had to go to Newark, New Jersey to work out with Flip Sorry City. You know what I mean? Because like, it was it was it was there were black gymnasts there. You know, I went to the Y as well. But there weren't a lot of us. Right. I remember my coach was dope, though. Shout out to Josie. I remember she used to have us work out and do our... We used to have to compete to, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire and hey. stuff like that. Like, so she was on point. And they, we were disrupting all the so time. So they had to feel good to see, like, like Simone yeah. Biles when she was doing... Oh, my when she God. Did like, she did all, I see like, the more black, people yeah. now, so it's changing. Not fast enough, but it's more than ever. Yeah, because yeah. I think about, like, now, like, just... I remember, like, being in school, middle school, kids flipping off the gate. Kid, like and like these were the kids we would like people were considering bad kids exactly like, but no they just, like, they just, just didn't have they didn't have that yeah they didn't have the outlet that's mm. my dad used to call them hood ninjas <laughs> hood, <laughs> like, hood ninjas like he they like, just needed that ninjas. spot I said, yeah I can't I, tr- I came home back my head was all busted up I tried to run up the wall and do that backflip <laughs> Fell right on my cranium. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't I, I couldn't you. do it because it see, wasn't for me. But I, I, wish see, you, I knew it was for some other people that I wish would have went. Further. I used to see people flip off like the jungle, like and, you know the monkey bar yes. stuff, and I used to be like, "Super, mm, I'm going to play basketball." Like yeah, I couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't see myself in the air that long. Mm-hmm. I need to know out. when I go in the air, I'm coming <laughs> yeah. down. No, you're I, coming down. All right. Oh, you definitely no, got to come I down. I'm coming down on my the feet. Oh no, 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 no. If I jump. I need to be able to see everything. I need to see everything. So I, can I don't just... need to see the world go upside down for a quick minute. None of that. But Very that's sure. what I love about skateboarding, too. Because you see, like, they doing some amazing yeah. stuff now. They getting it. They're snowboarding, all of that. Shout out like, to Nigel. Shout out to Nigel. Nigel yeah. Like, on, on even, on like, talking about Nigel, somebody like Nigel. Biking. Uh, like, uh, uh, biking. Like, you didn't see that? Yeah. It's because because those sports and I, I talked to Nigel about this all this time. Those sports were privileged sports, yeah. Mm. Especially especially for for black people. Uh, yes. you're not you don't make a lot of money riding bikes. Mm. Nigel is is an exception to the rule, mm-hmm. and he changed the game in so many mm-hmm. ways. But the average opened the door for a lot of people. The, yeah. And I tell I break it down like in in a white household, they'll put all that money in you to ride bikes and skateboarding. But at the end of the day, you go to the X Games stuff, you're not making a lot of money, mm-hmm. but. Your family has so much money, but it's like, yo, my son got the gold medal. Like, he made it. Oh, mm-hmm. gold medal, this. And it's like, there's no real money in that. There's so other in, ways to, in order to, other ways in order to, to do that sports your whole life, you have to have financial backing yeah. through your family and everything. And we don't have those opportunities. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. things we know is basketball, 
football. Those we, things. We don't yeah. even have a quantifiable way of success outside of money. A- absolutely. So, which I think is the problem. Damn. And I think that's what I loved about gymnastics was just being able to expose young black kids mm-hmm. to it so just because we else. didn't have that. Then you know it was really. It's all hard. about money. We had up. to pay a lot more um, for our uniforms, for practice, all of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a new generation, man. Well, so so you're 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 watching this thing hip hop. You're watching it really unravel. You, I'm not unravel. You're watching it like be discovered. Blossom, you're, yeah. you're watching the thing blossom. Mm-hmm. Thank Absolutely. you. You're watching the thing blossom, and you're like right in the middle of it. Like I'm you said, you got Guru Cross, Easy Mo B. You like you you're seeing all of yeah, this. Yeah, I'm outside at the. The schools, listen, and outside park jams, all mm-hmm. of that back, you know. What gets you, what what gets you, I guess what gets you to jump in first? Like what was the song or what was the moment that mm-hmm. got you jumped in that you was like, oh, no, I got to be a part of this. Like it's one thing to be a fan. I think everybody had that moment. Like I, I, all <laughs> of us here had that moment where we're like, because I think it's a little different because we grew up in it and it was a bit older by the time we'd grown up in it. But we still knew like. Oh no! Yeah, once you hear, once you hear that, once yeah. you hit that right that right lyric, mm-hmm. that oh, right yeah. something, you're like, oh yeah, this is where I want my life to be. Like I knew Angie. I remember hearing Angie Martinez talk to uh, Jay Z the first time on Battle of the Battle of the Beats on Hot Night Seven. I said, "This is my job." Or watching Martin Lawrence on Martin and him always open up the first season in the radio in the radio room, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm doing that. That's that's what I'm gonna do." Yeah, I feel like we all, we've all, especially us, we've all had those moments. Right. Like me growing up in the restaurant, and my first, my first little concert was Erica Badu performing mm. at our restaurant growing up, mm-hmm. and seeing like then go see like Mike Tyson come out and Biggie Smalls eating in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and Lil Kim, and I'm just like, yo, I don't know what type of career I'm gonna have in this, but, it but to be I don't necessarily gotta be in the the spotlight. To enjoy, but I know I'm going to so jump in be in, in something that that's about us. Hip hop's right. going to pay was, my bill. It was more because it was already it, how you say it. That was great words. Hip hop is going to be my building because it was already in my building. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough. We had a brownstone in Clinton mm-hmm. Hills. My grandmother, you know, got some money from her friends, and then seeing all these, like I got pictures. You see my picture of Jay Z in the mm-hmm. restaurant. Like I'm ten years old, like this, like, and it's like they all came to my building. Mm-hmm. So seeing that alone is just like, yo, my grandmother, a black woman in Clint Hills, can start a business where all these people love her so much to come and just eat with us. It's mm-hmm. like and that's why I knew like I right, I'm gonna be somewhere in that world, not saying it'll be food, not saying beverage or, or music, but I'm gonna be somewhere where it helps my people and that and that's what it is. So what was that moment for you? I think it was like like he said, all these different things, points of intersection. So for you guys, you grew up in it, but I grew up in the early stages of it. So like mm-hmm. Sugar Hill Gang, mm-hmm. like Grandmaster Flash, yes. like all of that was like in my ear. And I was already like, yes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to all of it. So um, for me, like, you know, jazz was good friends with me and this and that. Like, and we just, music was everything. It was like... um, it was everything for me. What we didn't have was, I, so I love to dress forever, yes. right? Yes. So it was just like, how do we express ourselves? And we didn't have, we were doing it. We had shirt kings. We had like, there were pockets. We had, um, Carl Kanai had a tailor shop in, in Flatbush, yep. you know, and, and then there was Miguel Navarro who was in Flatbush, mm-hmm. God bless the dead. You know, there were a few of us, but, and, and then I had fashion and effect, but the way I got to fashion and effect was through these moments. And when I look back, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, like great granddad down, you know what I mean? On both sides. So I think that was in my DNA and I 
I probably just didn't know it. So now you can reflect and look back. And the other part is, um, thankfully, I came from that family of you can. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which Do so anything. You know, so and, and then the last thing is the epiphany went off when I used to hang out crazy. <laughs> and, and I was up at the Apollo one night, amateur night, and we went out, me and my girls, we went to um, Dapper Dance. Mm. And he was hustling yeah. those clothes. And mm-hmm. I was like, boom, bang. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> we I like joined. that way better than Bing Bong. <laughs> like Boom that bang, this is it right Bong. here. Like Brooklyn. Like we and Brooklyn was a whole different vibe than mm-hmm. Harlem. Oh, yeah. So 200. you know, it's totally different in the eighties. Like it was just boroughs were a whole different vibe, Facts. right? For every borough. So I wanted to rep for Brooklyn for my hood. And I just was like, I can create. Because I already knew how I knew what how to put it together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just was like, I'm going to do my version. And so I opened something called Fashion in Effect at 212 Green Avenue. And that was my first custom shop where you can get anything you wanted from airbrushing to tuxedos to everyday stuff to velour sweatsuits to um, Gucci slash whatever you wanted. Mm. You know, you could find that there. And then we phased that out when I saw Dap getting in trouble. I was like, let's just lean on our own stuff. Mm. You know? And that's how we went into that. I want to talk about that moment, right? Because hip-hop is hip hop was, was born out of self-expression. It was born out of rebellion. It was born out of protest. And to be able to have this music as a protest in a form of self-expression, then we get to double down with people like you um, and, and Dapper Dan that to be able to have self-expression with our clothes because at that time black people weren't being represented in fashion Not at all, at all. Uh, streetwear was literally at the time streetwear was literally whatever it wasn't we, streetwear that's what right. i'm saying like mm-hmm. to, i mean to an extent it still is the same way today where it's like yeah you might have a streetwear brand but really streetwear is what we exactly. in our community it's wear. just who's wearing it exactly so to to see that and to see you and dapper dan and and and, and obviously you guys were influencing other people to do the customizations to have that like you know, start to get a chokehold on that or start to be um, told what to do or told what you can't do with it. Was that at all like a, was that like demoralizing a, a bit or like you just quickly pivoted? I never bought into that, you know. So <clears throat> when I grew up, my first school before I went to a public school was called Uhuru Sasa. Okay. Right. And so it was just like um, Pan-African. Um, it was very empowering for us Mm. the way we saw each other so i saw the world different like from very young and so i never bought into none of that like i didn't come into fashion for for the fashion side if that makes sense i came in for Mm -hmm. hip-hop so it wasn't even like i didn't have a background i went to school for communication and business Hmm. and new falls and i reverse engineered into the fashion I I knew what people wanted to wear. We just didn't have it. So that part, I, you know, and that was from the heart. It wasn't from, like, going to school, learning technical drawing, any of that. Like, it was really blueprinting and just saying, now nah, I work from the inside out. You know what I mean? That's real. Um, and, like, you probably make music. You That's know real. what I mean? Yeah. Work from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, I'm kind, I'm kind of glad I had that lens because had I looked to the fashion industry and what the way I was supposed to do it, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you. Mm. You know what I mean? I learned along the way, but it wasn't 
the passion ignited the purpose. The passion and the purpose made the profit. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It's um, a, there's a there's a there's a quote from um there's a quote from Quincy Jones. I just seen it yesterday. Somebody said um somebody said Quincy Jones said if you're in the middle of creating something, yeah. um, the moment you start talking about money, God leaves. God leaves. Well, it's in the Westminster yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So, so it wasn't like that. You know, um, I wanted to do something I loved. I knew, I always believed the money will find you, mm. you know, um, and I just, I, I knew how to do that. So I wasn't, that part wasn't like, to me, going to be an issue. It's more about believing in what I did. You know what I mean? And so, like, and you got to think that backdrop was the 80s. So I remember um, Public Enemy was a huge influence for mm-hmm. me at that time in the 80s. You know, don't believe the hype. And it, it, matter of fact, when you came in our store, we had a big um, dog with a FIE stand, a big clock on, don't believe the hype, you know, like everybody tagged up the, the wall and it was just everything about it was hip hop. And it was just like very anti-establishment mm-hmm. because hip hop was the CNN for us, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was everything in the street. So it was just like, that's what I want to be for clothes. Like, you know what I mean? Like telling our stories, like painting our pictures. We used to paint Malcolm on jeans and just like, mm-hmm. it was just like, it was authentic. All for our sure. stories, you know, acrylic painting, airbrushing, what you want, like we got you. And and it and it and then I think your tribe will find you. And that energy just started coming. We had graffiti. We had uh hip hop. Just everybody, break dances, like everybody came and just hung in the store. Like it was really like a melting pot. For if you want to say Brooklyn, we did that. You could we just, did that. You could just say that. <laughs> we did that late <laughs> night. I was trying would be to open tell people, but like, yo, especially Brooklyn Clinton Hills that. in that time, yeah. it was really like I kind like a lot of people don't really know Clinton Hills for what it is. And then once the little Biggie documentary came out, mm-hmm. then they started hearing the words more. But it's like. So much happened in those cup good amount of blocks in Brooklyn. Absolutely. Like so, blocks, yeah. so Rosie lived down the block. She still does. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She used to, she used to yeah, come to my birthday parties type. at the restaurant. Um, um, so <laughs> it was Rosie. You had, um, like I said, Keith Guru. Yep. God bless the dead. He was right there. Um, God, you had... You had Easy Moby, and then a little later, Premier and um, Guru stayed yep. on Washington. Mm-hmm. You had Spike. You had Wesley down the block. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so many people, and then it was so creative. You know what I mean? And it, and I'm missing people, but you know, everybody forgive was me. there. We get, were there, and we were all. It was dope. It was dope. And you had Pratt right there, Pratt yep. Institute. Yep, yep. Across you know, and then you had um, Bam Brooklyn Academy right Music. There. And then we were wedged between Lafayette Gardens and Fort Greene Projects. <laughs> so keep it funky. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You have all yeah. of that energy of going everything. on. And, that, and I have to shout out all them hustlers back in the days because my first year, that's what supported me. Like, you know, a lot of them cats like that. I, that's the who did it. They So the rappers you see were emulating that, yeah. you know, yeah. so and yes. they were the dudes that stood up for me and it was like, I got you, you know. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I'm glad you said it because that's what I wanted to talk about. I feel like the unsung heroes of hip-hop fashion, streetwear specifically, are obviously black women. And then right behind black women, the hustlers. Because they have the money. They can uh, 
your fashion sense, for the most part, your fashion is based off of your accessibility, what you have access to, right? The people, if, if you don't have access to high ends and things of that nature, you don't even know that you want to do a high low mix. You are just going to be whatever I get my hands on. If I go to the thrift store, get some, or if I'm able to go to Target and, and right. get a shirt or get a graphic tee and I'll put this with a, with a shirt, something like that. The hustlers, they had the money to go get whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. So it was really up to how they decide to put it. And I feel like they don't get, obviously black women and the hustlers don't get the credit that's more than just due when it comes to streetwear. Well, I can speak from my perspective. It's funny. I'm talking about doing a memoir now. And I was talking oh, to my man. dad about this, my Oof. father. And he was like, <clears throat> do me a favor when you do that memoir. Make sure you talk about the hustlers. Like he was there. So he was just like. You tell your story, you got to tell it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because they supported you day one. So, you know, for me, I can only speak from my experience. They were there and, you know, down to this day, Peter Shoes still orders stuff. You know hmm. what I mean? So it goes, it's That's full a circle legendary moment. Hustle. Do you have research on Peter Shoes? Legendary hustler. You know, but they were there. I remember one, one year doing like, I think it was his birthday party. I did like all of their tuxedos and it just was those moments that really paid a lot of bills i was gonna say so you know the, the, the beginning of hip-hop we got a chance to kind of see it get documented through like uh, like video music box etc etc um uh, my my question is what was that for, as a musician i know what that first i know what that feeling is when the first time you hear your record on on the on the radio, like the very first time Funk Flex threw my record on, and he threw one bomb on that. Sorry, breathe, 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 <laughs> breathe. Okay, cool. <laughs> that first bomb. Just understanding what that means, not only to New York but to our culture. It's just that 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 bomb on it was like. This is this is real. It's real. Like this is a real thing. So what was that? Who was that for you? And and what did that feel like? Well, I said that was a great question. It's it's hard. I think there have been like these different moments because they did been different things. I remember um like when I first I would say, uh, can I say a few answers? Of course. <laughs> Cause it's not one. Okay, so we got we got to say. So I remember the first time Biggie walked in my shop, and he wasn't Biggie Smalls. But looking back, I can say now that was a moment. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I used to see Big. He would be right at the Washington Clinton Hill stop. Queen of all saints, C C train. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh um, on Fulton and Clinton, um, Fulton and Washington. So back in the days, you had to if you came in late on the train, you couldn't get. Off on the Clinton side, after nine, you had to go to Washington. Mm -hmm. Washington was nothing nice. So when you got upstairs, you had to have a screw face and you had to keep it moving. (laughs) And they would all be out there. You know what I mean? But it would be like a nod, if anything, you keep moving. I didn't know him. One day I had an Eric B. and Rakim shirt up in the window. He was walking by. He was about 15, little round kid, came in the store. And we chopped it up and, and... the intersection was hip hop. Like it wow. was like, you know, wow, I didn't know you did music. And we started talking. And then, not lo- like maybe a while after, he got signed with Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. 
And we were moving by then, so we just kept it moving. I started working with Bad Boy and, you know, building from there. So that would be a moment. Um, another moment would be my first cover, which was huge for me because that's like a tangible thing. Like mm-hmm. you said, when it's like surreal, when you like, wow, that's my work, and they <laughs> repping it, and I'm out here. You know exactly. I mean? yeah, like, exactly. It's real. Absolutely. So that would be shout out to Milt and Giz Audio 2 that I don't care. Uh-huh. And it was like them. And it was my work, and it was Shirt Kings, and they were on an album cover. With, they were on the cover with a crashed-up Benz, mm-hmm. and they're in front of it. It was really dope, and I just remember putting that together. And that came because MC Light, shout-out to Light, uh-huh. and Swatch, they came in the shop. So they were trying to get some custom stuff done, and they were like, go to DAP. And they, and they were like, nah, we want to go to somebody in Brooklyn. They were like, go see, you know, go see my girl April. So they came, and... That's how that happened, you know. But we, I, I'd never done that, so it was huge for me. But that opened my eyes to the world of styling because they came back like, "Can you style my next video?" And then I started a styling division, which was another revenue stream mm-hmm. for us. You know, we did countless from Shaq to this one to that one. We just started getting busy you with videos, all of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> We got busy, you know. So that we, and the last I would say would be it's different when you build these relationships and know people, but just to be walking down the street and see somebody with your t shirt walk away. I remember that first time being in the city on 34th Street and across the street, a dude was walking here on a walk away. See, I knew he went and bought that. He didn't know me, mm-hmm. he knew nothing. That was like a huge moment that I just got in the stores, you know? Yeah. What, what is, because I, I think, you know, us growing up or, or even not growing up, coming up in the industry when we have something like when we drop our merch, you know, there's always this piece that you got to set aside to be like, all right, you know, these people going to ask for it. And, all right, here. For you, where this is your business, right? This is like merch is an extension of what we do. But when clothing is your business, what is it like having to deal with the business side of, you know, people wanting discounts or people wanting <sighs> Like, what's the part? <laughs> that shit gets tricky. Uh, That's weird. We're here. Tricky. We're here. We're having a conversation. We're having a conversation. We got to do it. Uh, it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, man. I get tired. It's exhausting. You know, folks. Okay, so it's, it's here's the thing, right? <clears throat> this is what I'm going to get on my soapbox right now. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got to do better. Come we on. do. We do. You know, like. The black dollar doesn't even stay in its own community a day. Nope. Six hours. You know? Six hours. You know what it is. So we could go 30 days, 21 days. You know, I could go down the list of other cultures and other people. Huh. That, but we haggle. We I can't tell you my DMs. Can I get a discount? Or can you meet me on the corner with this? Can you do this? Can you do that? And it's just like. They ain't hitting nobody You're not Gucci doing to that, do that to Gucci. <laughs> you're not you know and so it's like when do we see our own value you know in that sense of 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 like why do you do it to you not do it to them and you well do i it think to us. Uh, it, to devil's advocate because, okay i, I want to hear we, it we, we hate we hate it as well 
Um, I'm not saying, and let me speak to that. Mm-hmm. I see change. Right. Because during the last two years, it's changed. Right. Th- right. These last two years have been my best two years without people since I've been back. And all that. Right. Um, not without with Hagland, oh. but it's been my best two years. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna keep it real. You they, know what I mean? Don't always uh, do that. You know, don't have a so, so, <laughs> so, so, but it's been my best, and I know that's because people are being intentional with and being their, like, we yeah. need the change. Mm-hmm. So salute to all of you for doing that. But we got to keep doing it, and yeah. it can't be a trend. We can't let us be a trend. That proactive spirit needs to be contagious behavior that never stops. So the dollar won't leave in six hours and we can be on par 30 days or more. You know what I mean? So like I said, devil advocate, I think what it is, I mean, obviously it's just, I think there is a part where we do uh, devalue or maybe not properly value our own. I think that, but I also think it's different when you see the person connected to it. We we weren't like with Gucci and these other brands. By the time we're here, we, you know, it's an it's an establishment. We, we, you look at Gucci as the store, the built. But when we see somebody who we know, we could touch. We we came up with them. Oh, you coming to the club? Okay, okay I'm coming. To the club. It, they're gonna be more and that, they're gonna be more susceptible. To be like, yo, would you? I could understand that. It, it's just because now, like I said, I, that does not nullify no, could, the other I side. But I do think that is a, a, a I think That's that plays a, real a part of it where it's like. Oh, I can see you. Because I, I damn sure believe that if they could see Gucci growing up, they would have been like, oh, oh, oh. I don't the, believe that. They, 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 they would have given him a wedgie. You would have no, you I, had no choice. They would have gave him a wedgie. No, but I, I feel like. Maybe you would have, but you would have had no choice. I feel like <laughs> with, our community, with our community, we always think things should be given to us. And, and, and it, when it's our people. When it's, when our, it's, our, when it's people. our people, they look at it as like. First, they look at it as like, well, I could I could do that too. So, yo, what's up? Like, can I can I get a discount? And it's like, if you could do it, go do it. But I feel like with this generation, like with I want to say this generation with us, like I own a couple businesses mm-hmm. and I get hassled for, yo, can I can I get the free? It's not a, it's, they don't even say free no more. Yo, can you send that to me? Yo, I, I oh, need that. Yo, my can gosh. I? And I, I want to wear this. And I'll be like, yo, look, the link is right here. Click it and go and go buy. But then in a sense, I'll be like, okay. You think that you could do this or you think I'm supposed to give you something that I've spent time on. Cool. Given. But then I, I reverse it back on. I'm like, yo, so what are you what are you doing for me? That's helping me because this is, by is, me. Give, is quintessential run. By me. <laughs> yeah, by me giving you this product. What explain to me what this product is going to do to help my business. So, now, if you tell me like, yo, send me. Yo, I got. If you send me your skincare line, then I, I know somebody and I'll bring to you. I, I got this many followers. And I, if you bring a breakdown of why I should send you something. I, maybe I maybe I do it, maybe I won't, but at least I have a breakdown in my mind on how you're thinking. If you're Joe Schmo, like yo, send me some straws, bro. It's like, why am I sending you straws? For what? If you just want to have them in your house, just For to say you, just you to can't say even say straws. you can't even say you supported me nope. because that's not supporting me. And if you want to keep my business going over and over, like I learned that from my grandma, my mom, like people come to the restaurant, you know. Of course, we got our people that's like, yo, I got you, you, you. You held it down for the community. Here's a, here's a plate boom. But at the end of the day, it's like if we but give still, everything out for free, there will be no place it. for you to come and hang out right. at night. True there will be no clothing line for you to wear and show like, yo, my 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 homegirl made this. And my home. It's not going to happen because we like to go other places. We don't stick around for each other. We don't help each other nope. out. It's, it's more about I want to be fresher than you and I don't want you to wear the same thing as me. So if I go and get this for free, you can't get that for free. It's like mm. holding it over somebody. Like yeah. I got it. They can't get it. I know this person. It's like, 
So put that dollar in my pocket so I can keep producing for these right, people. Right, right. It's a few levels. I think that um, black businesses, there's a stigma for black businesses yeah. as well. You True. know, that it's not on par. It's not as good as. And we have to get those lies out of our head. Yeah. You know, um, I think you should be prepared to pay a little more because black businesses, just like when you go to buy a house, we deal with a lot more. They charge the more facts. They charge more You know what I mean? I'm talking about so, the every manufacturers, all the whole nine. You know, it's, it's like the jack. The deck is stacked against us, but we still, most of us aren't in it to become these mega millionaires. We're in it for service or for products for our community and our people. Mm, we're here to help. So recognize <laughs> that. You know what I mean? We're here for that exchange to make your lives better. And so we want to give you that experience, that value. Um, and everything that comes with the quality, but we might have to pay a little more of what, which translates to you. Now that more is usually less than, than your average business, <laughs> exactly. but you still have Dang, to. Dang, son, I got to exactly. pay this. It's like so chance. that has to stop and it doesn't exist in everything, but it does. You know, I, I remember, and this was an order I got maybe around the holiday. The order was maybe. Two days later, I got a tech, I got a, um, you know, I have the whole thing. So everything comes to my thing. And it was a customer and they were just like, where is my order? And I hope the quality is good. It's like two days later. And I was like, so those customers, you know, like get rid of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that attitude is like, where would you come with saying like. (laughs) Not going nowhere. Like treat our business like you treat them. Right. You're not doing that with other businesses. Don't come to me last minute talking about, yo, I need this done by tomorrow. Because you're not going over there. You already months in advance. Come on, it's Christmas. We're dealing with shipping, all of that. And it's two days later. You ordered it two days ago. Like, I hope the quality is good. Because they think they're doing us a favor. And that's, that's really the problem is. right there. Like, you're it's the only that, that's person the that's ordering from my company today. Like, you were the only order mm. I had two days ago. This is your first <laughs> or time. Or I order. did my good deed. Yeah, yeah I did my service. good deed. That's bigger. And that's a lot weird. of, hold on, and, and I, I was just reading something. You know, I'm somebody who, like, lives on quotes. And, I like, I like the little digestible things that I could just, I could just take real fast and then keep moving with my life. Somebody said, yo, it's crazy that a lot of people look at the, look at, uh, they think that they're getting taken advantage of because they they feel like they do a quote unquote good deed and that they deserve something back. If you're doing a good deed, you if you're not, doing a good deed, you you're not expect, looking for anything. You're not back. supposed to expect. Anything Don't expect back. anything back. That's a good deed. Otherwise, otherwise it's extortion. You're you're trying to get something for. It, and it, I, I don't. Crazy. I don't. And and especially as like a black business owner, I don't need that. Nah, I, I got other people, which sounds crazy. Of, other races that don't ask for yo, I bought five of them. Yo, here, yo, I, I I love the product, and it's not just because it's it's me or because I'm black. It's like I love the product. That's it. They, I know it take it might take a little longer to send, just like these other companies. Some of these other companies you might not even get. It might not even be the product you asked for. It, it, the the product might be the, the worst material. This, but you're still going back and back. Not even and that. Back. Not even just that. You're not even talking to the owner. Nah. You gonna talk to whoever works under whoever. Right. You works might not even do that. You might just talk to your friend about it. Yo, they took like three weeks. That's it. You ain't even That's emailed it. them and That's ask. It. It's so the critique is my problem. Yes, my, the the critique is always my problem because it's like, what is the intention behind the critique? Now, I do live in this space of like. Sometimes I don't believe we should be critiquing our own in public, but then sometimes I'm like, well, the only way 
to for our own to be amongst everything. We got to treat them the same. We got to praise them the same in front oh, yeah. of everybody. So sometimes we got to critique them in front of everybody. So, so I, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I also agree that um, fair is fair, right? So, so with that, I'm going to give praise right now. The other side of that coin is I couldn't have had my two best years without that intentional purchase power True indeed. of black and browns. Mm-hmm. 96% of my customers are black and brown, mm-hmm. which says a lot, you know, and it's the culture and it's really the young kids digging in the crates. And then it's the older OGs that's like, that want that nostalgia. That want that nostalgia. Who want legacy? They yeah. want to see, you know, there are no black brands that exist like a Gucci, et cetera. Mm-mm. You know, not nothing in sports. There are no Ralph Lorenz that exist. Uh, I mean, there's me, there's Dapper Dan, there's a few of us, but we need legacies. And this is ours. When you seen, when, when we seen, yes, I'm going to ask you personally, when you seen the decline of, the 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 fubus the fat farms um academics or the like these well I'm not sure if academics was black owned it was, it was. okay so part, like academic part, part. Mm-hmm. um so when you see these but specifically fubu mm-hmm. and fat farm when you see these things decline Sean John Rockaway was that did that get worried for you because you're like man we finally got there and I saw you, the beginning and the end yeah. So I remember I stepped out for a minute in 99 because I just saw like Magic became a shit show. There was a lot of stuff. Mm. The writing was on the wall. I heard, Ma- I heard Magic ways. back in the, in the, in the 90s was crazy. was crazy. Yeah. The Magic show in the... Ooh. Yeah. So I, I, heard watched, people get, I heard people go out there, come back a whole different level of fly just from looking at different. It's crazy. Yeah. We, 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 that's us. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a show. Like I watched that show come from. Put it like this. Our first magic. They didn't want us on the floor because they were like, what are you? Where will we put you? What section? They didn't give us any room on the floor. They put us in a room, a conference room to the side. <laughs> and it was me, Carl Kanai, and Cross Colors. Wow. And Legend. at that show, we put Legend together. A, um, so being that they didn't put us on the floor, we made a jail cell. Right. Uh, and we sent out invites to all our buyers that said, come serve your sentence. Wow. So That's we, fire. And we basically wrote about two million a piece on that show. So what happened the next show? They had you in front. front they side. put us on the floor. But uh, the shows, when they first were coming up, they didn't like it was very car salesman. Like it was like, here's a piece. It was quiet. You could hit a pin drop. But well, we came with the lights, camera, action, like us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're going to make it. I remember making Mel's Diner, a whole diner. Like, the menu was, like, everything we were going to be showing you. We had everybody dressed up as waiters That's and waitresses. Fire. And, you know, the cake the cake things had the little snapbacks in them. And, you know, we just had it laid out. Everything, we did something different. We got to a point where we were getting they would give you a summons if you took up the aisle. But we would get them summonses because that's all bias. They're waiting to write. Like, that's <laughs> how it was. You know what I mean? So, like, it changed. We kept watching it change. And as we were changing, the fat farm was coming and FUBU started coming. We were bringing them. And before you know it, it was 
and it was good for a long time. But then what happened was the market started getting oversaturated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Real estate got tighter in the stores. They started compromising quality on product, you know, because artists started getting in the game. No disrespect to artists, but I feel like if you're going to get in the game, learn the game. Learn the game, yeah. You know, take it serious because if you don't, you're compromising the whole industry. And so all those things started happening simultaneously. And just like the record industry, they were saying, you don't have to sit in the boardroom. You go ahead and do your part and we'll take care of the business. Mm. And so I saw that being a problem. I was hosting some called Alliance of Minority Designers trying to pull us all together. Like, look, this shit's going to end if we don't get control of the distribution. You buying denim, you buying denim, you buying denim. Let's pull it together by 30,000 yards at a time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's going to be the power right there. But we were young. We were in our 20s. Things happened. And that didn't happen. And I remember later. Yeah, I just remember later, like. Black music divisions closed yep. in all of the record companies. And the ripple effect was maybe a year later, they were saying hip-hop fashion was dead. And and what happened was no one was in the boardroom, so they were basically learning the formula. Yeah. And they were saying, you don't need to be in front of the brand. Just let the product lead. So eventually it was like, okay, bye. So... Even now, uh, just to uh, put a button on this, from from see, being here. Well, hold on, before you ask that question, before you ask that question, I gotta know because fashion and creatives, but specifically fashion people, y'all like so nice. Like y'all don't be like like if somebody got some shit, you'd be like, uh, I mean, I can see it. Chill, she's from Brooklyn. So was there was ever some shit up. you seen? Was there ever a fashion trend? That's what I do because I don't want you getting trouble with nobody. So whatever a fashion trend where you like, that's corny. Like that, like I don't, I don't like that. The pants off the ass. Wow. Mm. Well, hold on, let me shut up. <laughs> I just don't hold like on. that. It just takes me uh, for me. It just takes me to jail. So I just, it just even just, in the moment when it was happening and it being so hip hop, you had a problem with it. I mean, I don't, I don't believe in censorship. So to each his own. But oh, so maybe I should have said they had a problem, but you just, that was something you did. It's you just, just like that. Yeah. For me, you know, I would never say don't do it because that's your expression. But when you were styling people, you would. Oh, I never like, style them. No, I'm because we weren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have to. Um, but, you know, when I see it in the street and stuff, it's just something I'm like, come on, y'all. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's just me. I, I, I always want to ask you, ask you that. I'm like, man, she had it all that. Like, I, I want to ask you that. I got to ask Carl Kanai that on my other show on BT, and I, I want to ask Dapper Dan that. Like, what was some shit y'all seen? It was like, nah, this, this is cor- this is corny. I right. want nothing to do with it. That's all right, go ahead. Put a no, I was, I, was just, I was just gonna ask. You know, you, you're one of the pioneers of of hip hop fashion, like literally from top to bottom. So now where you are, you have a you kind of see the game from a from a like a bird's eye view in mm-hmm. a sense. Um who are some of the people that you're you're seeing on the come up? Um who is like who who do you see that that uh you can see have um have are 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 on the shoulders of you of you and the other greats that have come uh before you got before you know before. Oh wow. Uh there are a lot. But I'm going to shout out a few of my mentees. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Okay. So I would say Olivia Anthony. Okay. She's a, a female streetwear designer. I think her program is now in Foot Locker and some other shops. Fire. She's really dope. Um, I would say Avenue N. That's mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. dope line. Um, if you ever saw um, Ghetto Until Proven Fashion. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, she makes really dope product, period, and some beautiful, beautiful clothing. Um, How to Swag, um, another sister line. Um, I would say Sergio Hudson. I would say mm-hmm, Fee Noel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, shout out Fee. Fee is killing. Yeah, you know, there are a lot, but we out here. That's the good news. Hey, man. That's, that's, that, to hear like so much that has come out from where I'm from and, and in the little bit of blocks that we have in our neighborhood and to see how much light comes from it, and especially starting with you, it just makes me so happy to say I'm from that neighborhood yeah. and, and to know, like, if you didn't know about us, just do your research. Like we are, we are powerful in those blocks and we're powerful and we're strong, especially as black people. We came together when it really wasn't a time for us to come together, I guess, in a sense. Um, and it was kind of unheard of. Mm. And so for people like you who pioneered this is like, it's just, I'm, I'm amazing to be attached to it just in a way of by, 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 by being burned, yeah, by, by being, being born, born there. That, 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 that's <laughs> all. I'm just, I'm just happy to just be like, yo, I'm from there too. Yeah, like, Thank and you. I gotta step some stones up so I can be like, yo, I'm. What's up? We right you know, here. We gonna do yeah. this. Which, which I'm, which I'm, you know, I'm achieving on my path and my journey. But to know that I come from under this is, it's this, amazing. This is, is, it is amazing, and it's full circle because I literally had meetings, ate, and had many good times at Two Steps Down. So, and that's a legacy. You know, it, it served that. all of us in that community. So big up to your family. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's that's got me sweating. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, in between time, can you please tell the people at home how they can cops and walk away, how they can get associated or get uh, find out more about what you're doing now? Do not be in her DMs asking for free stuff. <laughs> Do not. I uh, bet not. <laughs> I have faith in you. Which camera is it? This top one? That's right. So you can find me at walkaware.com mm-hmm. to buy some gear. You can check out IamAprilWalker.com for everything I'm doing. I teach as well. Yeah. So I do that. Um, Got to give it I up to the teachers, man. Um, what, are you, what are you teaching? You've been I teaching. teach something called the Sound of Fashion now at um, NYU for, for, for Clive Davis Music Industry. Um, so we got to get accepted to NYU? Yep. Um, listen, that was, one, that was one of the schools um, I wanted to go to. Parsons with Yellow Brick, something called Streetwear Essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have been acting as a disruptor with DOE, consulting with Be Your Own Brand and Build Your Own Brand Fire. for about 10 years. Nice. So I go in and teach them everything you can see, you can create. Let's create. You know what I mean? That's fire. Um, That's fire. So I do that with Milk D the last few years from Audio 2. Mm-hmm. He does a music section. I'm doing fashion and on that business, you know. Fun fact. I met uh, Milk D and Giz because they used to live on Staten Island. And I met uh, MC Light. They used to live like right down the block from my old project building. So shout out to them. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. And and you're from Staten Island. I work a lot with meth. So yeah, that's my big brother. For that, a long time, Torrey. Uh-huh. I work with Torrey a uh-huh. lot. Yeah, so. Can we get meth on the show? But yeah. I want him to show up as 
the as the lawyer as the lawyer I'm gonna see. So I want him to sit down and be like. Well, what what should we talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want meth. We want. We want I want Davis. Okay. I want the attorney Davis. I don't want meth. I, I don't, whatever. I, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Davis. <laughs> Find me at IG Walk Aware or I am April Walker. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you so much for Thank sitting you. with us. Thank Seriously, you Thank you. Appreciate you. Keep doing. You gotta what come you do. back. Of course, we're gonna bring. Oh yeah, you, you gotta come back because yeah. then we There's gotta so go many history. Yeah. Oh, like let's this do was it. for the you know yeah, for the business. Yeah, yeah. We we handled the business side. Uh-huh. We got talk. I got stories. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's what we like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Eve, hit up. So please. set up the return right now. Absolutely. Set up the return right now. <laughs> but, um, this is fine. Thank y'all. Y'all know what we're here for. Here for the people. New year, new us. Make sure you got sips some Martell in your um off time. Please, please do. Whenever you want, get a little, a little uh, time, uh, time. swift in your life. Power up.